Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. All right, 6th of July today, which means tonight a new six-part series hits your televisions, RT1. It's called Paul's Food Truck Favourites, uh, looking into Ireland's thriving food truck and street food scene. Sponsored by uh, Kerry Gold. We'll talk to uh, Daniel Fleming for from Aperture Media in a while, the man behind the series. But let's talk to Paul Flynn first. Paul is the uh, chef and the owner of the tannery in Dungarvan, a very famous restaurant and cookery school. Paul, good morning to you. The the whole food truck and street food industry really it really blossomed up during COVID, didn't it? Yeah, there's some amazing food trucks out there. I mean, it was really good to begin with and growing every year steadily. But when COVID happened and there was a lockdown, it just exploded. And it's amazing how diverse and brilliant they are. And we tried to show that. We traveled all over the country. So it's a bit of a, a travelogue as well. And then we meet people. And altogether, we feature 18 trucks over six programs. And the food is incredibly diverse. And the people are brilliant. And all very hardworking and extremely imaginative. And I hope that uh, people enjoy it. And also, I get to take my own little caravan out on the road to, to feel what that life is like. And I loved every minute of it. Yeah. The idea was pre-COVID. You were going to look at festivals like Electric Picnic. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of been bouncing around my head for a long time, I suppose. And then I met Daniel from Aperture Media and we, we, we hit it off. And, and Paul Woods, uh, who's the director... And we just kind of, I suppose, we, we, we massaged it a little bit in terms of what, you know, to suit COVID times. And this is what came out. So it's finally here. I think it's really been sort of gestating for about almost three years, I would say. And it's great to have it on our screens this evening. Before I go to, over to, to, uh, to Daniel, what do you think, Paul, is the attraction of a food truck? Is it the, the wonder of the... The, the, the customers, you wander up and you think, right, what, what can I get here? And then you realize yeah. there's something very different and something very good and the quality of what's yeah. being produced. Like it's, yeah. This is a lot big change from what used to be slapped over the counter of a truck by the beach long ago. You're, you're so right. And it's not just about burgers and chips. It's a million miles away from that. There's loads of talented people. And again, I mean, I'm mentioning the, the, the word diversity. It's, it's all sorts of different food. And people kind of go, they really let their imaginations run wild. And that's what's lovely about it. There's so many talented people out there. 
and it, it's exciting food. That's the only way I can put it. And the freedom of having a food truck is something that's very appealing to me. Okay. Let me bring in uh, Daniel Fleming uh, from Aperture Media, uh, who's been making this show, which starts tonight on uh, RTE1. So, Daniel, the idea was pre-COVID to go and look at what was happening at festivals, but COVID brought a whole new element to it, didn't it? Good morning. Hi, hi, JP, and th- thanks for having us on. It did, like Paul said, it, it started probably early 2019, and um, we were going to follow uh, food trucks that uh, went to some cool festivals, and Paul might have maybe brought taken his food truck to a, a festival as well to see how it goes. Then, um, and, and RT and Kerry Gold were, were on board with us back then. Uh, then. Then the pandemic happened, and everything had to be put on hold, but, but like, like Paul said, we saw just an explosion of new food trucks uh, all over the country, and and um, and we sort of tweaked the idea slightly, and um, thankfully RT and Kerry Gold were still on board with us a year later, mm. and still backed it. So we were able to um, we were able to get it going, and 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 did all the filming uh, last summer. Yeah, right. Now each episode will focus on a different basic ingredient. You got a beef episode. You got a Seafood, that's the one I'm most interested in seeing, the seafood, because I came across a little place down in West Cork and like, I thought, right, that's an old fish and chips truck. It wasn't. It was the most remarkable range of fresh seafood, like prawns literally fried off in front of you, like magnificent. What's being done with seafood in these little trucks is phenomenal. It, it is uh, episode four of seafood and, um, and we feature uh, three trucks, uh, uh, Salty Boy uh, with Chef Niall Sabangi, uh, Fred and Nancy's truck, and Julia's lobster truck in Clare also. Um, but you're right, the, the seafood the seafood is just amazing. It's so fresh. But but with all the, with all the trucks, what they do with their with their local ingredients uh, is, is just just phenomenal. And the the food we we uh, experienced and thankfully got to uh, taste uh, all of it along the way. Uh, was just just amazing what 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 they can do with in such a small space. In such a small space, um, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, thank you because of P- Paul, someone like yourself, lastly, you know, you'd be you'd be more accustomed to working in in a well equipped large kitchen. <laughs> yeah, but I really enjoyed working in the the caravan. We had this fabulous little antique. I think it was from the 1970s caravan that was on site every time. And I kind of fell in love with it because there was plenty of space in there. And yet what you do, you get to meet the people. And that's a, a thing that I ordinarily don't get to do. Yeah. So we had great crack and great fun uh, you know, throughout the whole thing. And, you know, it's a bit of excitement for me because you, you get to, I suppose, work in a different environment. And that's always exciting. Good to hear. All right, all right. Daniel Fleming and Paul Flynn. Uh, Paul from the Tannery in Dungarvan and Daniel Fleming from Aperture Media. The series starting tonight is called Paul's Food Truck Favourites. It'll run throughout the summer on RTE1, sponsored by Kerry Gold. And also coming up, it started last night on the player. This is the RTE player, is the Battle of the Food Trucks Season 2. And I was talking about this last summer where they went and they found food trucks around the country and they put them up against each other and set them various tasks and various challenges as to what you could do in a small little food truck. And once again, six of the country's trucks are going head-to-head over the next number of weeks. And one of those trucks is from Cork and it it is called Spice Genie. And it is run and operated by Christopher Braganza. Christopher has a remarkable story, and he's been telling me. 
Christopher, you've been in Ireland now for, is it 10 years? Uh, yes, PJ. This is my 11th year now. Y- your brother had been here before you, right? Yes, two years before me. He was a nurse in a care home. He invited me after that in 2012. He came here in 2010. Very good. Was it during COVID that the food truck idea came? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, PJ, I always used to be a pastry chef. I've never cooked in kitchens. I've always baked in kitchens. Hmm. So during lockdown, three months of lockdown, every day I used to do a dish for myself. I used to live alone in my apartment. And that's how the cooking came out. But I always had an idea of cooking, but nobody taught me these things. Yeah. So then after the first lockdown, I joined the farmer's market, Wilton Farmer's Market, and I started cooking in the market because I don't have a kitchen because uh, HSC let me cook in the market fresh. So there was no transportation of food, yes. food. So that's how it all started. And from then on, I got the idea of getting the food truck in 2021. My brother helped me purchase this one. And that's how it all started. It was a dream I never had. Yeah. I know a little bit about Indian food in that it's very regional. Um, so, like, what region are you from and what are the traditional dishes of your region? Uh, I'm, I come from a region called Goa. It, oh, yeah. it used to be a it used to be a Portuguese colony, but it's a part of India from 1961. But uh, on my menu, I usually have three regions: the North India, which is the butter chicken or the chicken tikka. It's from the north of India. Yeah. The beef is with my Goan spices, so that is Goan. The rice is traditional pulao rice. I don't cook rice. In, I don't cook plain rice on my food truck. It's always pulao rice with some vegetables. Yeah. And then the third one would be the masala dosa, which is South Indian. Now, this is not my food, but I'm still able to deliver to the people, you know, to the audience. Yeah. And yeah. they love what I do. It's different. Am I right in thinking, Chris, Goa is the home of Vindaloo? Uh, yes. Everybody gets this thing wrong. People think... Uh, Vindalu has to be spicy or in Indian restaurants it has tomatoes but no Vindalu has only chilies ginger garlic and some spices and I want to put it on the menu very soon because I don't have a pork dish on my menu but for private events I go to people's houses to cook for them I do pork dishes so depending on my audience I select my dishes yeah I I love Vindaloo and it's very hard to get good Vindaloo because most people think it's got to burn the mouth off if you know it's about the flavour not about yes. the, not about the heat. It's no. it, yeah. So so on the truck, what what do you do? Is it basic dishes? Yeah, I have five dishes which are standard, but I change the flavor every time, or the, like different spices. But the chicken tikka remains the same because the kids come looking for it, the yeah. red curry. I tried to change it, but it didn't do well. Then I tried to put biryani on the menu. Many people do not know what biryani is. Oh, but yeah. then uh, many people know biryani, so now I will start cooking for them. I love so biryani. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it's a very technical dish. And for this competition, I, I will be doing it. So, if mm. everything goes well, I will uh, do biryani on the show. How do you create, because I know a lot of Indian food, you need very high heat because it's fast cooking. How do you create that high heat on a truck? That's a very good question because you understand what the cooking thing because you need high flame otherwise you're boiling the chicken but I have 9 kilowatt of burners in my food truck which I use before cooking and then I take them out so when I when I get to the market early in the morning 7 o'clock I start cooking my chicken dishes beef dishes and then they are there standing in the Bay Mary but the cooking is done in the morning yeah power yeah. is 9 kilowatts wow. it can be higher also 
but traditionally in the restaurants there would be tandoors where they cook their chicken That's but right. i i i do it with whatever i have yeah. you ju- i just need a fire a flame to cook Good a man. dish for you and can you do naan bread because i know that has to be cooked really fast as well uh, no there are two types of naan bread there is the tandoor naan bread and then there's a tawa naan bread which is the pan so at homes domestic kitchens in in india people don't have tandoors mm. every every house won't have it so the recipe remains the same but you do it on the pan griddle yeah. so i i i i do it from scratch and it's very easy but if you do it right the consistency i don't have recipes it's just by instinct yeah how did you get interested and how did you get involved in the television show christopher i i applied for it last year but i was too late um i sent a message to the presenter james petris and he apparently he saw my message this year after the uh, after i applied and then he sent me a text sorry i just saw it this year but then this year i applied for it and then there were video calls interviews hmm. and they check whether you they check whether you it's your truck you are on the truck or you, somebody else working because it has to be you not somebody else working and yeah. you don't have help so everything is done shopping chopping everything is done from scratch so everything is recorded so there yeah. are cameras watching you there's no cheating there's no paste or ready made paste which can be used yeah. i try to use everything from scratch tomatoes onion ginger garlic spice box that's yeah. enough for me yeah it's brilliant and i can create anything yeah so i i'm happy i could um, uh i could apply for this and you know i'm looking forward to this fantastic you've got other dimensions to your you t- you are a football referee and a masseuse tell me more um oh yes i in 2016 i i was working in the city i used to work for market lane and then college of commerce was just nearby so there were courses there i i did a six week course in massage therapy and then i left kitchen i threw part time in some bakeries and then i did a two year course in uh, holistic therapies after the course i joined castlemart resort spa as a massage therapist so in the evening i used to do the spa and in the morning i was a big breakfast chef there <laughs> so i used to breakfast and everything and the chef the general manager uh, brandon chef kevin burke ifa uh, the spa manager they all lovely they were they were they were really happy to have me yeah. so i did it for two years in castlemart and then i had my own massage clinic in middleton but because of covid i had to close it yes so i closed that and then all this cooking came one of my friends her name is nicola she's an artist in middleton she has a, her own art gallery so she said something to me she like chris my brother loves your food food is your thing i think you should not do massage but uh, luckily for me Mm, due because of covid i had to close my clinic yeah. in march my so that was the best thing ever and all these things came out after that so yeah. that thing always struck struck me and from the food has been my thing food is my first love now Brilliant. refereeing used to be my first love yeah the, now, the refereeing how did that come about you you referee league of ireland do you uh yes i started assisting my father in 2003 he was a national referee in india Right. And then my brother invited me to Ireland only because of refereeing, not for cooking, not for pastry. Oh, you came here to be a referee? Yeah, no, <laughs> to pursue my dream. It's it's my only it has been my only dream from childhood. Right. From yeah. But uh, God's delays are not God's denials. I will get there. I'm I'm on the League of Ireland panel. Right. So you came to yeah. Ireland to be a football referee and here you are. Yeah. Running over a successful food. Ah man, listen, you've had so many different things going on. The, the other thing which many people do not know i'm also a healthcare assistant but at the moment because of covid i was not doing the healthcare and cooking so i used to work for an agency i worked in phh also as a healthcare assistant yeah so so i've done that also i like i could not stick to one job if somebody can do my job i leave that job it's like that for me so yeah. there are jobs to pay your bills 
then there are jobs which are your passion yeah. and then there are jobs to keep you fit so wrestling keeps me fit cooking keeps me happy uh, and then there are jobs to keep <laughs> pay your bills yeah. have you been on master chef uh yes uh, pj in 2014 when i worked for the cliff house um in ardmore yeah there there was the contest held the quarter final was held in the master chef so i was the pastry chef there i trained one of the contestant in that round i see to, uh, it was a chocolate dessert and uh, uh, as fortune will have it kwanji was my head chef yeah he won the battle last year battle of the food trucks last year yeah. so he was the head chef in the cliff house so i i was his pastry chef so oh. He set some standard for you then heading into this competition, didn't he? Uh yes, because you know, it's all about the small details. It's timing, timing and technique. Yeah. And everything that is pressure, but it's in your control. Yeah. You can control the pressure. So what kind of life. things have you had to make for the the series? I know we're not we're not I'm not allowed to know how you've done. Uh, no. Yeah, no, I I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> well, what stuff have you have you been, have, have been making? like you know first round we had to do our signature dish so i did uh, a, a tribute to ireland i did the irish flag on my plate so i did the chicken tikka white pulao rice and a green okra vegetable with the naan bread oh. so everything was cooked from scratch and in one hour so there was nothing pre-made nothing everything even rice chicken everything i even grilled the chicken on the barbecue fantastic so and then there is the dessert round where you have to make it's a sweet anything so being a pastry chef that was an easy thing for me yeah and then there is a mystery round then there's another round where you have pressure cooker test where you have to work in the other contest any one they will choose right. so you have to work in their truck and do their signature dish so somebody else does my dish wow and okay. yeah it was and then there was one round where there is a mystery dish so the, they give you a dish and you have to replicate that dish yeah. it's been so, it's been fun then i'm thinking where can i get to sample your food Yeah pizza on on Tuesday uh, I'm in Wilton so today I'm in Wilton uh, farmers market on Wednesday I'm in the Kinsale farmers market that's the best that's my best market and uh, lovely people even Wilton people are lovely but Kinsale is the busiest and then on Saturday I'm in Middleton 8 in the morning serving food till 2 but if I have a match so I leave at 1 so my brother or my friend he they will serve the food they yeah. close the truck but I go for my match so like last week I was in Limerick at 5 o'clock the match so i left at 2 o'clock yeah. and i did the women's national league match yeah and then the following day i was in wexford <laughs> doing matches so on weekends ma- matches are my priority Do you know what christopher you're great fun and it's fantastic to talk to you and i wish you so much luck in in this television show and i can't i absolutely cannot wait to sample the food from spice genie thank you tj thank you have a nice day lovely fella lovely fella Uh, interesting story, Christopher Braganza. Uh, he's on Battle of the Food Trucks, which is on the RTE Player. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. I can't wait to find that one. Kate, you've got some recommendations for me. I think I, for, for yeah, good food there's, trucks. There's have you? a wonderful one down there by the bridge in Kinsale. Yeah. They do wonderful fish and chips, and with the fish basket down in Long Strand, you have Poolaverwood, the Marine, all the markets. Have yeah. wonderful food trucks, and you have the trawler boys in Valley Cotton, and a bean and very smoothie bowl and granola. It's down. It's a talk at Garrettstown Beach. They do a breakfast if you want something healthier. Right, But right. I think any of them that started these um, trucks up when COVID was there isn't it marvelous? 
So there's so much credit due to them. They just thought outside the box, pardon the pun there. No, I, and they I were, thought a lot of them would boxes. just fade away. No, because but they casual dining, casual dining is really after coming in. There's nothing nicer than going for a really long walk and finding a lovely food truck and having something to eat. That's right. And you know yourself, food outdoors tastes much nicer than it indoors. It does. <laughs> it does. No, I, I love the one in Kinsale that you mentioned because oh, the fish basket God. is just brilliant. It's oh, it's brilliant. Just wonderful. And did you see that joke on the Times about um, what's that horse bo- horse doing in the horse box? We've a kitchen to open. No, I think yep. it's one of the great things, Kate, to come out Excellent. of lockdown and come out of COVID is this fabulous little thriving industry of small yes. little businesses. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, then they work so hard, you know. But yeah. And even some places do a craft beer as well, mm-hmm. you know, while you're waiting for the, the other food. Yeah, so, you're, that. you're right, Kate. Thanks for that. And I wish them well, all right. of them. Take indeed, care. indeed. Take it's care. great. Bye-bye. Thank you, Kate. Bye. Thank you. There's one in, in in Douglas. Not quite a food truck. It's a it's a coffee truck. There's a couple of them actually. There's one in up there by the wood. Gary Duff Woods Aussies is lovely. They do lovely coffee and cakes and biscuits. There's another one down in the car park behind Dino's. There, the the woolen mills car park and I don't know if they're there all the time or just at the weekends but they're fado little tiny tiny little wagon and the most gorgeous coffee and they do puppuccinos and doggy treats yeah I could spend I know I have to find out where he is though I have to get in a nosh at Christopher's truck Quartz 96 FM When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.